Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. I need Giant fans to listen up. By the way, I've been getting texts and tweets like, oh, where are you? We are you taking so many days off for the overnight? I work Sundays now during football season, at least for the remainder of the football season, with Moose. So that eliminates the Sunday night into Monday morning overnight. And then this week was a holiday. I'm taking off. Give me a break, will you? But I'm back, and I am ready to go for the next three days. I want Giant fans to listen up loud and clear. The reason... Why people like myself were doubting the Giants coming into the year or during the course of the year or going into the postseason against the Vikings. And I know there weren't many people that were doubting the Giants and that game against Minnesota in particular. And one of the reasons why I picked Minnesota was, in fact, because it seemed like everybody was just blindly picking the Giants in this game. One of the reasons for that is because we didn't see a performance like we saw Sunday at all. That was something new this year for the Giants. And they deserve a ton of credit for that. Really, they've played, and look, obviously throughout the course of the season, they've had some great wins, and we know what kind of season they had overall, shocking everybody to the point where they made the postseason. But they've played, and Daniel Jones in particular, They have played two great games, both of which, and I'm not counting the Week 18 Eagles game because they didn't try in that game. You know, I mean, no, obviously they kept it close, but they weren't playing their starters. I'm looking at that as basically an exhibition. The last two games the Giants have gone full boring have been their best two games. And that is exactly what you want at this particular point in the season. And while making the playoffs was great, while Dable and Jones and Barkley and everybody should be taking bows for their excellent season, while getting in and then winning the wild card round, cherry on top. Although I don't like cherries, so whatever. Sprinkle, a little hot fudge maybe. I like the crunchies, chocolate crunchies. But all of that is great and fun. Now... It's real. All the talk, and I'm not saying the Giants are going to win the Super Bowl because I deep down don't believe that they will. But all the talk prior 
to the wild card performance in Minnesota, all the talk prior to that was loony talk. It's insane talk. It's wishful thinking. It's hopeful. You're excited about it, maybe, sure. But there was no logic or merit to it other than you were hoping that it might be a possibility. Well, now, after what we saw in Minnesota, and again, I reiterate, something we haven't seen, period, haven't seen that. That was dominance. And you can pinpoint Minnesota's defense sucking. You can pick on Kirk Cousins, whatever. To me, it's not about that. It's about Daniel Jones and Brian Dable and what that offense did, which was basically perform at an unstoppable level. And the way that they did it was dominant. That's something we haven't seen. Yeah, okay, against the Colts, which was the first time we saw it, where I said at the time, you know, during that game, this is the best game Daniel Jones has ever played. But it was against the Colts. You know, you figure the Colts are a dead team. Fine. Not taking away from Jones, but from the Giants finally blowing out an opponent and playing a clean game. Yeah, hard to take a lot of stock in that with a dead Colts team. This, however, was even better. And this is in a postseason against a team that won 13 games and in their building to boot. What I saw from the Giants on Sunday was a team that, if they play like that, could beat anybody. Now, that's a tall uh, task. I understand that. But that is something that was encouraging to a point where Whoa, who were these guys? If they played like that throughout the course of the regular season, they would have had a chance to win the division. But they've gotten better. They've gotten healthier. They've gotten better. They are tough. They are smart. And that's all Dable's credit. I mean, obviously, you give the players credit as well, but he has set the tone here for how he wants this team to be. And for all you guys who are making the excuses for Daniel Jones, oh, but Sal, oh, he doesn't have an offensive line. How can you criticize him? Oh, but he's got no weapons. No, no, no. No, he's got no weapons to throw to. Did anybody think Isaiah Hodgins was a great weapon? Anybody? You wanted Daniel, you wanted Odell Beckham Jr., didn't you? Thank God that didn't happen. And Daniel Jones doing exactly what I said good quarterbacks do. They make good wide receivers. Daniel Jones is doing that with Isaiah Hodgins. Daniel Jones is making Darius Slayton, even though Slayton, you know, still with a huge drop in that game, making Darius Slayton a better receiver, making Richie James a good receiver. You get the point. Daniel Jones is playing his rear end off. And in the first half of that game, he was unstoppable, not on design runs, and I know there were a couple of those in there as well. And thankfully, the Giants let up a little bit in the second half on that because you just cannot keep running Daniel Jones. You're going to get hurt. I mean, you can't do that. But where he was really effective in the first half of that football game was the broken down pass plays. That is something I've talked about forever. Yeah, the design runs are nice, but quarterbacks make the most damage or do the most damage on the ground during broken down pass plays. Minnesota had no answer. 
And even after the Vikings march down the field and go up 7 nothing, and I'm sure scaring some Giant fans and thinking, uh-oh, maybe this is not going to be as easy as we thought. Boom. They answer right back. It was at that moment. After the Vikes went up 7 nothing. the game was in the balance right then and there. Giants stormed right down the field and answered back. And once they did that, I knew they were going to win that football game. Now, I didn't think Daniel Jones was going to look as good as he did. I didn't think the the moment would be too big for Daniel Jones going in, but he played better than we'd ever seen before. That is what I'm talking about. There's no more, oh, is Daniel Jones the guy? Those questions were answered during the course of this season. So that debate is foolish, and I still you know, hear or see people trying to have that debate. That makes no sense. Where's that coming from? That's an old news debate. That's a pre-season debate. Daniel Jones went out there and led the Giants to the postseason. So those questions about could he win, could he be a competent quarterback, those are gone forever. He did it. He took this team with limited talent to the postseason. Now, is it a combination of him and Brian Dable? Sure, absolutely. Would Daniel Jones be doing this on his own somewhere else with a different head coach? I don't know. But I don't care to get into hypotheticals in this particular case. Let's focus on what is. And what is is Daniel Jones went out there and answered whatever questions might have been left about what he can do because he did it in the postseason. Now, once you do that, I mean, there are four teams left in the NFC. The Giants are one of them. We're still going to talk about, eh, I don't know if he's the guy or not. But this is what we needed to see. And now it's not talking in hypotheticals anymore about what if, I think this, I think that. Let's go with what is. We know what is. Daniel Jones was a stud on Sunday. Now, for the Giants to go out there and beat Philadelphia and potentially go through the Cowboys or the Niners on the way to the Super Bowl, he's going to have to play like that and maybe then some. But at least he showed you it's there. It's there, and it's there without the weapons that you all said that he needed. Oh, how's that possible? It was there without the weapons you all said he needed. He's always had the toughness. He's always had the right mentality. And for somebody like myself who knocks a player like Odell Beckham Jr. because he craves the attention, still can't help himself, Odell. He'll never figure it out. Daniel Jones the complete opposite, and that's why I love his attitude and his makeup. That has never been the question. But now, when you take that and pair it with the performance that you're getting on the field from him, in particular the last two games, Colts and now Vikings, it's a franchise quarterback. And we didn't have any doubts about that, that the Giants were going to lock him up, you know, whether it's three years, two years, five years, whatever, prior to the postseason. But now, after watching him in the postseason, There's no more doubting. That doesn't mean he's going to be perfect the rest of his career. But the fact that he showed you he can do that on the biggest stage, that gives you hope moving forward that he's the answer. He's part of the answer and the solution, not part of the problem. Where on the other side of town, obviously with the Jets, we have no idea what Zach Wilson could be, who their quarterback's going to be, just in comparison. And I'll tell you another thing. Daniel Jones should be a prime example. And I give Giants ownership credit for this because Mara nailed it. 
And I thought it was hot air. Yeah, I don't want to hear it all. We did everything we could as an organization to screw this kid up. He was dead on correct with that one. Dead on blank accurate, as Marissa Tomei would say. Because they did do everything they could as an organization to screw him up. And now, with the right coach and the right system, you are seeing the best Daniel Jones has to offer. What's the lesson learned here? Sometimes patience can be a virtue. And you look at these quarterbacks, whoever it may be, and everybody wants to kick them to the curb as soon as they fail in the first year or their second year. If it's not immediate results, these guys are busts. Get them out of here. And there were a lot of Giant fans and a lot of people like myself saying the same thing. Enough of Daniel Jones. Enough of Saquon Barkley. I've seen it. Time for something new. Time for something fresh. And I stand by it because we didn't see this. Four years. Four years we didn't see this. But now we did. And it shows you that with the right coach, You have to have the right quarterback, too. But with the right coach, you can make something of somebody who really didn't show much prior, even in the three years prior, where there may have been flashes early on in his career, never to this extent. So it doesn't need to be immediate. What needs to happen is you have to have the right foundation, the right staff around the players that you bring in and then put them in positions to succeed. It took the Giants long enough, but they finally got it right. And now it gets real. Wild card weekend is great. Divisional round is playing for the right to play for the right to go to the Super Bowl. There are three games left. That's it. Now it's real. And when you get this close, it's no more. Yeah, they're playing with house money. Nobody would ever criticize them, even if they got smoked by Philadelphia. Nobody would ever criticize them. I don't think anybody would criticize them if they got smoked by Minnesota, to be honest with you. I know I wouldn't. Been a great year. But now, anything is possible. There is no more ceiling on this Giants team, regardless of the talent, regardless of how impressive their resume was as far as wins and blowout wins, whatever it may be this year. There is no ceiling anymore. They play like they did Sunday. They can beat anybody. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hyundai. 